we are up. Welcome back. Oof. Swim out of the box. Mm. Oh my god, what a long break that was. Uh, I mean, technically, I uploaded one last week. Yeah, but we. But that was previously recorded. So yeah, yeah it's been a. It's been a while, guys. How long has it been since we've done a podcast? At least three weeks, god, if not know. more. Yeah. I feel rusty. More than rusty. Like I'm afraid that. I didn't set up the audio correctly. I'm afraid I didn't set up the video correctly. We'll find out when like so someone's <laughs> listening, but you're talking to no one. And yeah. Somehow having responses. Or we have reverted back to the early days of the podcast where the sound was really uh, terrible. Not very good. We'll find out, I guess. It's always, always an experiment when we do the podcast because we are not podcasters well we are technically podcast but we're not audio engineers there you go <laughs> to say the least to say the least is right all right so hi guys um let's talk about a few things all the holidays are over yes but more importantly you and i have been just killing ourselves trying to get our arlington oh. location open did we want to talk about that Uh, briefly only because i think people need to know the context in which why we haven't been podcasting or why we might seem a little subdued because we Mm. are just beyond exhausted okay um would you like to regale them with the woes trials and tribulations i don't want to go into the details i don't want to get into the nitty-gritty but we have been working our asses off for the last three weeks to get the arlington location open which was supposed to open on the 15th of January. And before that, we were told it was going to open in December. So things Long went awry. Long story short, <laughs> yeah. Dominic and I have been painting and doing manual labor. So take that as you will. Play around with it in your little gourd. See what you think happened. Figure it out. But anyway. So we're tired. Yay, painting. But it's all good. Laying Because we're going to get it open no matter what. Because mm-hmm. I know that... I will do whatever it takes to get that thing open. Uh, and I know the yep. same is for you. That kind of brings me to... We're trying topic. so hard for you guys. We promise. Yeah. I mean, shout out to everyone who's being patient <laughs> and waiting. And everyone who's gone to Sterling who... Thank I you. No, it's a drive. We live in Alexandria. We get it. Yeah. So, thanks. We appreciate your patience. We really appreciate it. And your support. Um, but it goes to our kind of our topic, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to talk about goal setting but not goal setting i don't think in a traditional sense in the sense that you grew up goal setting and i grew up goal setting i hated those how did you set goals when you were growing up well it was forced like it was i don't know if everyone watched the same like (laughs) pbs after school special one week like all the coaches (laughs) yeah but like one summer we had worksheets for summer swim those of you don't know summer swim in northern virginia it's supposed to be fun it's what most people get into swimming with. It's a very team aspecty kind of thing. You cheer, you do stuff together. It's more pep rallies, pep rallies, pasta parties, donuts on Friday mornings. It was fun. You're you a kid. Yeah. yeah, you make signs. We hung sheets all over the fence. Those were our signs. Um, which sounds weird, but it's common. Um, supposed to be fun. And then we get sat down one day and we have like goals and times and all these <laughs> things we have to fill out. And I'm For summer league. <laughs> I was like, is this a joke? I'm not, I don't even, cause I swam in the winter. I barely went to those practices. Right. Like the jerk that I was in most 
club team swimmers are still not that that makes you worse it's just you're that person who shows up for the a meets well to win and all these poor people practice the go-to it makes sense to go to a better practice it just looks snobby when you think about it but i did that and then in in club team so that's the winter that's the much more competitive aspect of swimming it was just it was always it was like talked about every monday one of my years i hated it like they make me and goals at that point made me really uncomfortable because when I was younger like when I was a little kid between like seven and ten I guess my dad did this thing where he would bribe me not bribe me but offer me like constantly like like prizes like if I made a certain time at an a meet and for summer league I would get like a video game like I'm not kidding and in the beginning it was fun but then you're like can we not like this is too much pressure it's not fun anymore and you hate it. I hated it. It was weird. I don't, I mean, I'm goals not sure. Weird. I don't know when how to describe like it properly, but that way made me very uncomfortable. And I yeah. hated it. And so we had a conversation. He had to stop. Um, so then when goals were brought up in the summer, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I can't. No, I think, you know, what you're bringing up is something that I have recently started to recognize in people that mm-hmm. not that they hate goals. But there's consequences to goals. Yeah. Right. A goal, I think, initially for somebody is like, oh, this is this is going to be the thing that makes me happy. And this is the thing that's going to, like, help me do whatever I set out to do. Yeah. But for I've seen it a couple of times now where people achieve their goal and there's consequences with that goal that they don't want. I did that, too. I achieved um, my junior year of high school. I had a time cut that I never thought I would make in 100 Fly, and I made it, and it was really strange because it was the one that you're not supposed to make to, like, you know, like, I had I had ones that I knew were achievable, but then I had ones that, like, were just Overhead. that far out of my reach Yeah, that it was, like, I had ones before that, and that was the one that I would keep bumping further out faster, 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 right. but then I made it, and it was very odd feel lost um, i felt lost yeah. i i just finished a huge champs meet um uh and i just couldn't i don't know i was a kid i didn't know what to do so yeah. i started driving like i the champs meet was during our team's spring break and so when everyone who was at the meet came back they got a week off um we had spring break later and after that week i couldn't go back it was very odd. I was, I just like couldn't go back, and yeah. unfortunately, my parents. You did the impossible. You didn't think you could yeah. achieve that, and you did the impossible. So what's the point of doing anything else? Yeah, my parents so. didn't. I didn't talk to them about it, and they didn't understand, and so they were forcing me to go back to practice. So instead of going to practice, I drove around Northern Virginia in my little Toyota Corolla station wagon at four in the morning before school instead of swimming for three weeks. So. So I quit and then I quit. I didn't go back didn't until go back. college. I went I went back in college just because it was all I knew. I was very scared going into college. I wasn't gonna make any friends. I was like, well if I swim, oh, I'll make friends. It'll be you. fine. I'll just swim. It's fine. Right. So there's But it was bad. I quit. I hated it. We could be made that maybe that that unachievable goal that you set mm-hmm. was too low of a bar. Yeah. Plus I was so young then I didn't really know how to deal with or understand what was going on mentally and I didn't talk to anyone about it. So instead of doing that, I just stopped. Yeah. Which well, was really bad. I very much so very, regret that. I think it's very difficult for everyone, no matter what age they are, to set an appropriate goal. Mm-hmm. 
trying to figure out, well, what's too easy and what's too hard? Yeah. Should someone listening to this podcast who has never done an Ironman set the goal of, you know, winning their age group in Kona? Probably not. Yeah. It might not be achievable. But I think it's also understanding themselves well enough because there are people that could do that maybe. Right who are just natural athletes who've never done an Ironman, but go, you know what? This is what my focus is going to be. Right. So, you know, you've got to know yourself very well. I think as a kid, it's incredibly difficult to set these goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to... Well, it can I don't be made really easier if people explain it properly, I think. But sure. still, at that point in time... You just don't like know yourself Mentally, well you don't... Yeah, you don't... And then, so you listen to other people telling you what your goal should be. Right. Because you think, well, they're older, they'll, they know. But right. everyone should be setting their own goals, but you have to know yourself properly in order to set goals that will actually help. Yeah. So there's that difficulty of, of just figuring out what the goal should be mm-hmm. and why people need to set goals. I think goals need to be set kind of like um, a three or five year plan, not necessarily Ooh, what will I achieve this year, mm-hmm. but what's a big enough goal that's going to take me three or five years to achieve mm-hmm. and then you don't have to reset it too frequently you can adjust to it but it'd be very unlikely for someone to set a three-year goal plan and achieve it within their first year of trying mm-hmm. right so then they don't feel completely lost um so with that it also kind of comes with well how do you plan for that goal if you you know set a goal for five years in the future to, to achieve something mm-hmm. you know you need to start making a roadmap of what are the steps this week, this month, this quarter, this year to get to that point in five years. And you so have you're to not like even talking about goals, really. You're sure. talking about like a whole planned out. Well, th- well, that's what goals are. You've got to plan out how to get there. You don't just go, well, at least no. in my opinion, you don't just go, you know what? One day I'm going to do this. People do that, though. Well, that's and not people goal People are like, I'm setting a goal. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying that people do that. Sure. That's setting themselves up for failure, for sure. Right, but people also don't necessarily know that. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking. So, <laughs> But right? people set goals. Like, I'm going to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. But peop- for some people, they just do. But when you're more specific about certain things, and you're, you're setting out, like, a path for the goals. Like, it's more intense than just setting goals to me. Setting goals is about building that path. Otherwise... You just have a concept. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying it needs to be. These are the ways that you've found that setting goals work for you no, or no, that no. you've been reading about or these, something. These are these are because when you sp- what goal setting should be, if you look up the definition of goal, it's not outline three pages to get to one thing. Well, goal setting should be a process which has to be followed in order to achieve that goal. Because otherwise, that goal is just a concept without a plan. So you can't take action on a concept. Mm-hmm. You need a it's plan to take action. It's just a much more intense process than I think Absolutely. people understand. Right. So you can take make simple goals like, I'm going to get up every morning and make the bed. Right. That's still a goal. That's, that's what a, I'm saying. That's a goal. But there's, there's, there's planning behind that. I'm going to have to wake up at a certain time, at least enough time for me to make my bed. Before I have to go to work, I don't. I can't wait last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to plan for that still. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of planning, but there's still planning involved. Okay. So, it's it's taking it to a level of 
really focusing on what that goal is and understanding what comes along with that goal. We can use making your bed as an example. Now I'm going to have to wake up five minutes earlier. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Well, that might be a consequence I don't want. Everyone should be making their bed every morning, by the way. Just FYI. So, (laughs) but it's figuring out, oh, well, if I actually do want to achieve this goal, maybe there's things that are going to come along with this goal that are going to be positive for me. Maybe there's going to be some things that come along with this goal that are negative for me. I think a good example is we'll use Ironman training. I think because a lot of my clients have set that goal. But for some people, Ironman training, it's a goal to achieve, to finish the race because what comes along with that is better health, better fitness. Maybe. Eh. Maybe. I'm not saying that's true, but a lot of people would think that. Yeah. Right? But what are some of the consequences that come along with that goal? Not a lot of free time. Zero free time. You don't get to spend time with your friends and your family. You don't get to go out partying. But then you also have the people who set the same goal and just don't care. And so they don't train and they just show up and, and do the race. <laughs> and then they hate themselves. And right. like, well, most of you who do that, I'm sure would. There are, there are outliers who are fine. And I envy you. Yes. But there are two different kinds of people, I think. Sure. Well, there's more than two different kinds of people. Okay. But... Yes. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think everyone always recognizes some of the consequences of their specific goals, um, where it might be more of a time commitment Mm -hmm. or you might lose friends because of it. Um, I know a while ago there was some statistics out there that were talking about how Ironman competitors were more likely to get divorced than an average marriage. Ouch. Yeah. Well, because they don't ha- spend any time with anyone else except for themselves training or their well, training yeah. group. Anyone who wants to it. run a marathon after swimming and, bu- and I forget how long and biking 100 miles is a little is wonky. <laughs> well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it either, but that doesn't mean I don't even there are run people a marathon. out there that, that don't. Um, so I think recognizing those consequences is really important before you set out to execute the goal, right? When you're making a plan for a goal, I think it's really important to make sort of a pro and cons list of that goal. Pros, I might get healthier. Cons, I don't get to spend any time with anybody. You know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, something that I've started to recognize more recently, and I don't know why, because I feel like, it's been a part of my mindset, but not outright front and center of my mindset, but a, everyone has a to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. Most people don't have a not to-do list. And I think it's really important to have a not to-do list. Hold on one minute. And he's destroying something. Oh. And I'm not happy about it. Nope. So, while... Lissa goes wrangles Evie. We'll keep talking here. Um, the idea should be, what are you doing to get to your goal on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, on a quarterly basis, or monthly basis, quarterly basis, and then even a yearly basis, if you want to sort of extrapolate that far out. Um, but what are you doing not to achieve that goal? Are you doing things that are detrimental to achieving that goal? And I don't think a lot of people take the time to write those those things down not a lot of people take the time to recognize they have to stop habits in order to further themselves or they recognize oh i have to stop this bad habit 
but they don't write it down. They only write it down the things that they are supposed to do, not the things they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Which I I get from a coaching standpoint because when you have a to do list, it keeps things sort of in a positive mindset. Where a not to do to do list almost feels be negative. negative. Yeah. Um. So it's like you have to kind of balance that out. You don't. I don't think it could all be positive. It can't be all to do. I think there has to be some not to do things. So I think it's a concept that. Like, what's an example? Um, like do a goal, do a to do, and do a not to do. All right. I want to lose weight in 2020. Okay. So my to do list is I'm going to exercise by lifting weights four times a week and running or doing cardio three times a week. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's my to do list for the week. But we all know abs are made in the kitchen. Well, I didn't talk about making abs. <laughs> I just talked about losing weight. Um, but to your point, well, I could do all that exercise, but what if I still overeat? Right. I didn't write down my my not to do list. So I've got a not to do list. I'm gonna write down don't overeat. Which is really easy for swimmers to do, by the Oof, way. Yeah, yes. That never leaves. <laughs> if you've ever eating. listened to this podcast before, you know how much we like food. So that's to me a very easy example, but there's a ton of them. And um one of our clients gave us a passion planner for this year. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Shout the, out. And that's there's a not to do list in there and I I thought oh that's really interesting they added that not to do list to this planner and then I'm listening and to good to great one of my favorite nonfiction books Mm -hmm. and Jim Collins talks about is he the author yes talks about creating a not to do list and I've I've read good to great before but that didn't resonate with me then Mm -hmm. so kind of weird it's like oh this is for whatever reason, at this point in my life, a not-to-do list seems like something I should have been focused on previously. It's such a simple concept. Like, oh, if I do want to get up early and go work out in the morning, mm-hmm. guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to stay up late. Right. Maybe I need to write that on my not-to-do list for every single day. Don't stay up late. I think that's really important to make distinctions of I'm going to do positive things and I'm going to do not-to-do things. But I think you also still need positive. to like go over them like you don't just make yes. make thing make your goals make your to-do and not to-do lists and then like walk away like wipe your hands be like oh, man i right. feel great right. never think about it again yeah so one of the things that um i do with some of the swim box instructors is every sunday we map out what our priorities are per day for the next week mm-hmm. and that helps us stay focused on what we need to get done um so it's an opportunity also to record everything. So you can go back and look at the weeks and be like, this was a priority two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's still a priority three weeks later. Did I actually achieve that two weeks ago? Maybe, maybe not. Right. Like go back and take stock. Yeah. It's almost, yeah. You can almost look at it and go, oh, I was supposed to make a video two weeks ago. Well, I never made that video, even though it was a priority. I better make that video now. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Yeah. So I think setting goals for times and things. Evie again. Evie is uh, attacking something on the floor. She's eating it. Oh, well, good for her. Um, So it's just making sure that you kind of have opportunity once a week or even daily to revisit those to do and not to do lists. I've Mm -hmm. heard people. Daily. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot. 
daily or weekly. I I could go either way. Yeah, I, I guess I've, I see both. Yeah, I can. I've heard of people who, while they're in bed, write their to-do list for the next day like before they go to sleep at night yep oh that's too i've heard of people who their last five minutes of doing any sort of work for the day they write their to-do list for the next day i used to do that in my old job i would have that would be the last thing i did before leaving yes my list for the next day you can take that same concept and write a to-do list for training the next day like if you know you have a swim the next day, I'm going to make sure I go to sleep early so I can get up at five in the morning to get uh-huh. to the pool by six. Right. I'm going to make sure I have my water bottle. I'm going to make sure I have my workout printed out. I'm going to have all my equipment, whatever it is. Right. I think it's helpful just to write it down now. Well, that's why I still keep this gigantic planner. <laughs> For those of you who aren't watching, it is bigger than a standard piece of paper. And every single day I have this giant list. Like, I have to write things down. Everyone's like, well, why don't you just use your phone? Why don't you just use your phone? I do use my phone, but I need this. It just helps me. It helps, like, cement things, makes me think about things. I can go back Mm -hmm. and look at stuff. I feel like the act of putting, like, pen to paper really helps my brain. Yeah. I know know some people aren't like that, but, like, I mean, even when I used to be studying for things sometimes, like, in college or anything like that, like, I would rewrite things. Yeah, no. I mean, there's there's uh, something that happens where you actually, when you write something physically, you have a higher chance of remembering it mm-hmm. versus when you just type it into your phone. Yeah, I'll do things on my phone, just like on calendars and stuff, or like quick notes. But mostly, it's just my gigantic planner. Like it's weird. I need it. Yeah. Um. So I I'm I'm always curious and have always been curious like how people organize their to do list or organize their lives to get things done mm-hmm. um man like five no more than that what year is it probably like it's eight 2020 eight or nine years ago i used to be really into um what was that it was a website i think it was like hackable no live journal <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember what it was now but they used to do um these like spotlight stories on successful entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and what they would do is they always ask the same questions and they always asked like how do you keep a to-do list or how do you get things done and then they would also ask what are the software like what apps or software do you feel like you can't live without and what are the devices you can't live without and it was really fascinating to kind of see where some people were very similar and how Mm -hmm. some people were very different and just gave me understanding or ideas about well what I do might not be wrong. I I, I, I think I have a complex. What do you I mean think wrong? Where like, did that come from? Yeah, like sometimes I feel like what I'm doing in order to, I don't know, uh, further grow or find success might not be the right path. For who? For me. Right, quote unquote? Yes, correct path. Oh. Yeah. So okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing to think that way, but that's how I think sometimes. And so it was helpful at, at that point. I was like, you know, around 28, 29 years old, and I was just trying to figure out my life. So yeah. we're like, oh, well, these people do it like this, and I kind of do it like this. Just starting to recognize that there is no right way to do something, but mm-hmm. to recognize that what works best for me. So I'm always curious as to how things work for different people. So if anyone listening wants to write us and, and, and has some insight on what they like to do with to-do list or goal planning or goal setting, um, let me know. I, I really want to know. 
I think it's just interesting to see what works for other people because yeah, like they'll probably have thought of something you haven't thought of and if right. you try it, it could work even better for you than what you're already doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm always interested in like learning more and, and can is there a different way that I can do something that helps me more or is the way that I've been doing it so mundane, I do it so frequently, it's not mm-hmm. as impactful anymore mm-hmm. and maybe I need to change what I'm doing to be more impactful. So why do you think people need to set goals at all? Uh, I, it does give you the sort of light at the end of the tunnel. It gives you a reason to progress. If you don't have a goal, you will become stagnant. Mm, I don't really ha- I mean, like... Physically or uh, athletically stagnant, for sure. Personally, I would say yes, but that's just also... I, I don't know how to live without being ambitious and setting goals like i i that's that's not a question for me to answer because i've always done it i've always wanted to like achieve something so Mm -hmm. i've always tried to achieve something to me the thing coming to mind is like i go work out in the gym six days a week because i feel like it Mm -hmm. by myself Mm -hmm. and i like one of our close friends like can't do that he has to like be training for something or like be training for something with a group of people. Yeah. But I guess the argument is my goal is just to what? Stay healthy. That's the goal. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Not get it fat more like it. That's so your I can goal just then. sit around eating food. So your goal is to not get fat and you're working on it well, constantly. Hit her? She's still eating stuff. I'm not going to hit her. She knew that this was our, our one back from being rusty so she decided to make it she's taking advantage of our distraction mm. she's worse she's than a eating child my christmas decoration oh that's not good no it's not cute no um i'm not really sure where i was going with that that's all right i think there's a goal that you like set i motivate in your mind. myself but i wouldn't necessarily actively think that i have a goal like there's no like end goal from working out but i think you also need to realize that like certain goals are just like maintenance oh i hate this word Mm -mm. your journey oh god i know i don't know (laughs) what else to call it um (laughs) i don't know i don't have an end goal i'm not gonna wake up like at 39 and be like yes i finally can do uh, God, I don't know, I a goblet squat with 75 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God, I can be done now. Like, I don't know. Like, I just enjoy you, you working said out. Your goal, your, your goal, yes, you enjoy working out, and it does make you feel better. So it's part of your sort of maintenance work to achieve your bigger goals. Right, but I think those are important, too. Like, that's not Absolutely. like a big goal of mine, but if I don't go to the gym. So it's like a micro goal. I suppose. I got to go to the gym but, today so I can But I never would have thought about it in those terms. In a, like the terms of a goal. I don't particularly like that wording just from my childhood. So what would you call it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Discipline? I think, yeah. I have the discipline. Discipline absolutely furthers people's ambition and goals. Mm-hmm. It's I can't, I don't know anyone that's very successful who isn't disciplined. Yeah. I guess it's just a different way to think about it. You might not think that you have a goal necessarily. Yeah. So, I mean, just something to think about. I, I, I wanted to talk on this podcast, not just about like the, the idea of setting goals. I think it's been talked about uh, way too much. You know, goal setting is such a prevalent uh, conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, I, I just wanted to kind of get a little bit deeper into the idea of goal setting and, and how some people do different things. Um, and maybe like, like for me learning or focusing on the not to do is actually very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of like talk about that. I didn't necessarily uh, want to talk about like, okay, it's January now and you have all these ideas. Oh, for ew, the I hadn't even thought of that. I no. hate this now. See? Why are we doing this in January? <laughs> we're those people. I don't even know. Like, Vomit. I barely even know what day it is. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. Yesterday I thought it was Friday and it was Wednesday. <laughs> I actually, yesterday I thought we were already in February. Oops. So We better not be. I know. All right. I think we've run our course for this podcast. Let's go ahead and end it. Well, All right. So nonchalant about the whole being done with this topic. <laughs> I'm not done not, with the topic. I'm done with the podcast. Like, bye, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done with the podcast. I'm, I'm just not curious done with the topic. to see what Evie has. Uh, yes, I think more more realistically, we need to like make sure she's not causing us another twelve grand in vet bills from oh eating yeah. things she shouldn't Public be eating. Service announcement. Yeah. Make sure you have pet insurance. Yeah. Thank God for that. Because your dog might eat. A stocking and need to be in the vet for two weeks and have surgery. Yes. So, all right. Uh, if you have anything to contribute to this conversation, you can email us. Rate, review, subscribe. You can obviously comment on it. Let us know what your thoughts are on goal setting or how you guys do it. I'm super curious to know. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Let's end it. Okay, anything bye. else to add you're good no i said bye so now okay. it's done all right bye <laughs>